In today's show, we've got news about Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular returning to Disneyland Park on April 22nd. Celebrate the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade with merchandise, dining package, and all that good stuff. We've got headline news meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Before we get too far into the show, we have to give a shout out to our good friends and sponsor, Destinations to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of trip you're willing to go on, cruise, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, anywhere you want to go around the world, as long as you're able to in this day and age, Destinations to Travel can get you there. Now, I know a lot of people like to do their own planning, and that's cool, but these folks will help you in any way that you need and give you the the latitude to do whatever you want to do, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? So reach out to our friends at Destinations of Travel, hook up with them, let them show you how they can save you time, money, and frustration and protect you when you're traveling because it's horrible to be in a situation where you need some help and don't have anyone to go to. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. What's going on, Uncle Tony? How you doing tonight? Good, 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 good. good. Yeah. I want to start with this. I'm going to show you this. This is a new magnet you can pick up at a Disney store. Mm. Put it uh, on your fridge or your car. Can you read it? Uh, no, it's back. Uh, uh, it's the Haunted Mansion. says, I break for hitchhiking ghosts. hey Yeah, that's the bottom nice. Yep. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I went to Phase two twenty. I saw that. Yeah. Was it the greatest experience you've ever had? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh I will tell you this. Um you can eat in the lounge and there's a whole lounge menu, which is not seventy-nine dollars per person, or you can order off the regular menu for seventy-nine dollars per person. Uh, both are very hard reservations to get. It's like impossible. You have to, you know. Were just, you prepared to pay eighty bucks a pop? I did not pay. Uh, I did not do the price fix. And no, I, I, okay. I, I specifically said I will not go and give them eighty dollars for anything. Uh, and they said, well, we could eat at the lounge, and uh, the food was good. I had uh, uh brisket sliders. Which were came with French fries, two big sliders and French fries, which was enough for a meal. Uh, they have a chicken and waffle thing, which is enough for a meal. So, nice. uh, and I, I think mine was only like I don't know, sixteen bucks or something like that, sixteen, eighteen dollars. So, yeah. yeah, don't don't give them seventy nine dollars. Teach them a that lesson. Price, that price fix stuff is ridiculous. It is. It's horrible. It's horrible. But uh, the whole space panoramic. Uh, window thing is it's kind of cool but there's like spacemen floating there's some ships that fly by there's you know different things but here's the missed opportunities that I think they're missing on this one is Mickey in his space costume flying out there that would be number one right number two is why are there no Star Wars things in this view be fun if you saw a TIE fighter or the Death Star off in the distance. Yeah, or, Falcon swings by. Yeah, or you know, even Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy flies in, or you know, something, you know, Miss Marvel in her, you know, Marvel ship or something. Tony Stark and his, you know, flying Your machine. Yeah. Whatever. All missed opportunity, I believe, uh, on this video screen. Well, I think they were... <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. I think they were trying to ground this restaurant in space in a theme park in realism. So, sure. You know, Let's go there. You, yeah. So you wouldn't necessarily <laughs> see Mickey Mouse fly by. But, I, I, you know, I don't understand 
why they wouldn't just you know hey okay here's the dinner dinner will be the legit show yeah lunchtime you get ip yeah. disney's want to put more ip in epcot it's a yeah. brilliant way to get it done i agree i agree because you've got you've got you know mickey in space yeah pluto's been to space yes wally yes you got you know buzz lightyear yes you know all that stuff. But I know. It's just, you know, it's all a missed plus, opportunity. I believe it's not necessarily a missed opportunity. It's just like the budget for their animation was only so much, it's, and they couldn't afford to pay those other divisions for their IP. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were looking at the big space panorama wall, were you thinking I could do this in my house? Just knock a yeah. couple of that out. Yeah, one, that's one exactly one. what I said. I said, "Huh, I could do that in my house." <laughs> 80 inch, 80 inch, 80 inch, and I'd be done. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you lie. You would not be done. You'd be like, in a year, you'd be like, man, I need a 100 inch. I need four 100 inch. Yeah. Uh, football field. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. three uh, high def uh, projectors. <laughs> I'm not happy until I see into the pores of the actors on the shows that That's I'm right. watching. <laughs> I want to see their cellular molecular level of right. them. I want to see their cancer cells on their, you know, skin cancers before they know it. Yeah. Like, dear uh, so-and-so. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 this is what I say. The food was good for what we had in the lounge. If that's any indication of the Reagan line, it's probably good food. But I just have a, a pill. I, I can't swallow an $80 pill per person for for an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. I just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. And and it's a very it's not a very big restaurant either, which is another problem. Right. Um because of its popularity, I think that's why there's just no chance of you getting a reservation at all. Now, you can for both size lounge or dining, you can go to the app and join the wait list, but I will tell you this, you do it at nine o'clock in the morning, otherwise you don't have a shot for lunch or dinner at either one. Wow. Because the wait list fills up and closes up. So wow. if you want to do that, do it early. Because that's the only way you'll get in there. Um, and the mm. other thing I did on Sunday, which I have not done in two years, I guess now, <laughs> is uh, we went to the Contemporary Marina and we rented a pontoon boat. And went out on uh, Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. Haven't done that in at least two years since the pandemic. Nice. Uh, and it was the best thing ever and they did kind of tweak it a little bit the pricing is still i'm gonna say reasonable for renting a boat at disney but they made it so that uh they kind of prorate it you know it was 30 minutes or an hour so right. we came back at 50 minute mark and they the system was able to prorate it and take oh, like nice. yeah 10 minutes off so it was a little discount and it's 15 percent for pass holder discount Wow. So I was like, huh, that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, we did a boat for an hour for under $60. And when you do that, how many people are you allowed to take on said boat? Uh, a pontoon boat is the only thing you can rent right now, and that's up to 10 people. Hmm. They don't have the Boston Whalers or the Little Mouse boats any uh, right now. I'm not saying anymore. Right now, right. they don't have those boats uh, out there for you to rent. So it right. is only the pontoon, and it is uh, for ten up to ten people. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, There's, we were thinking like doing a picnic lunch out there because the front part of the boat's got like a, a little U shape with a table. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you could have like a whole little lunch out there, you know. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, you get 10 people, that's, you know, fairly reasonable. You know, go out and have a, you know. And we had the uh, the little boat patrol people following us around. I don't know why. I guess because they were that, bored. Because you could gun the engine. Yeah. But, but then they have governors on it? Like, you yes. couldn't go crazy. No, no, you can't. And I'm sure that's the first thing you did. It's like, how fast can I get this some bitch? Oh, that's the first thing. As soon as I got past the no way, yeah. I nailed it. And you're it. like. Wow, this is like not fast at all. And here's the other fun thing: they disconnected the speedometer, so you don't know how fast you're even going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how fast I'm going. Oh, great, three thousand RPMs. What? Why? Why? What? I got no speed. As far as I know, so, I wasn't moving at all. 
So how close to the to to the guardian people keep to your boat? Uh, they weren't that far. They, they weren't that, you know, they were, you know, just making sure we weren't going to go any place we shouldn't go. Yeah. Like... Or, well, there's the no, there's the restricted by the Fort Wilderness dock. There's restricted by, you know, the boat dock at the Magic Kingdom, by the boat right. dock at the Contemporary. By the boat Did you dock. try to go back where the, the, the paddle boats go? No. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, and it made a beeline. <laughs> well, now, see, now you could because there's no, before that was the uh, ski lane, right? And it was all oh, yeah. buoyed off. But now there's no buoys there because that doesn't exist. I could have made a beeline right for the uh, electrical water patch and <laughs> docking area. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> ooga, ooga. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. You get into uh, you, you, you Yeah, I'm done. I, all right. I'm done. I got nothing either. I I didn't do very much this weekend. I I think the weeks that my wife and I have been having have been kind of crazy. So we haven't been doing a ton. We've been resting and just working around the house and doing kooky stuff here. I know the garage doors open. Everybody that walks by the house is looking in our garage. I'm like, yeah, come on in. Come on. Come on in. <laughs> Anywho, guys, there's there's nothing else really we could do, Uncle Tony, but get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, is this one of those things that got translated into English? Probably. Oh, Disneyland. That's Disneyland. Okay. I'm going to add a word here. Immerse yourself in Disney magic as Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular returns to Disneyland Park April 22nd. Hmm. Uh, So they haven't had fireworks back? Apparently, well, if they've had fireworks, maybe they didn't have the Disneyland Forever fireworks. Maybe, maybe Jen or some of our other California listeners can help us out with that. Yeah. I can't imagine they didn't have. Well, yeah, I can too. Because they probably were closing the park early. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's counting down the days until Disney ignites the night once again at Disneyland Resort with the return of three beloved nighttime spectaculars, in addition to the World of Color, Color, at Disney California Adventure Park and the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get over it. At Disneyland Park, returning in April, Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular will also debut at Disneyland Park on the 22nd. So not only do they get the Main Street Electrical Parade, they also get fireworks that night. Wow. Hey, it's good to be a Disneyland Disneyland person. Disneyland Forever Fireworks is a street-to-sky celebration filled with sparkling pyrotechnics and an immersive projection that envelops uh, Disney guests in a breathtaking journey with surprising special effects. This beloved spectacular, which originally debuted in 2015 for the 60th anniversary Diamond Celebration. (sighs) Ten more years, kids. I wonder what it's going to be like when we do our 60th anniversary. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. It should be like Walt Disney World's 60th anniversary. We're making up for the last one. Anyway, (laughs) uh, this spectacular transports guests from an Anaheim Orange Grove into the world of Disney and Pixar stories called Disneyland Forever, which also features two original songs. The theme, Live the Magic, or Live the Magic, you can't really tell. (laughs) I'm assuming it's Live the Magic. Uh, And the inspiring closing song, Kiss Goodnight, written by Disney legend Richard M. Sherman. Nice. Not only do they get a parade, the Main Street Electrical Parade, then they they get the fireworks show, which is great. We've got fireworks. I'm not complaining. But they get a Richard Sherman song? Yep. They get it all. We get nothing. 
Upon its return, there are many places around Disneyland Park where guests can enjoy Disneyland forever. Whether they choose to watch on Main Street USA, in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, near It's a Small World, or around the rivers of America, each location has a different, exciting, and immersive experience for the show, as each location bursts to life with colors, projections, and pyrotechnics, and social distancing. The multi-dimensional aspect of the show allows guests to discover new surprises depending on which location they choose. As a reminder, when Disneyland Forever Fireworks return in April, it will run weekdays only. Huh. <laughs> excuse me. Weekends only. Friday through Sunday. Mickey's Mix Magic will present its high-energy projections only show during the week, Monday through Thursday, until late spring. At that time, Disneyland Forever Fireworks will then run nightly in the summer. So what they have right now is a projections only show. Yeah, interesting. All those Anaheim people are like, oh my God, this is so great. There's no fireworks. It's just, we can enjoy being outside again. And then on April 22nd, be like, crap. All right. Uh, hey, next up, celebrate the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade over at Disneyland as well with theme merchandise. And now they're going to have some dining packages. So uh, ever since they announced that Disneyland Resort is bringing back the nighttime spectaculars, uh, you've been waiting. April 22nd, the Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular will return to Disneyland Park. Isn't that great? And mm-hmm. the World of Color will return to California Adventure as well. Um, the Main Street Electrical Parade all over print t-shirt with glow ink and Main Street Electrical Parade leggings will completely immerse guests in this fan favorite offering. Uh, they incorporate a fresh new take on the original designs of the parade floats. So when sporting these, the glowing lights of the floats may not be the only thing turning heads. <coughs> With the me. celebration as exciting as this one, guests will have to wear their perfect ears. That is the Main Street Electrical Parade ear headband. And split seam tea will make guests feel like they are part of the show, whether they are in the park or at home. Guests will have guests will want to have their hands free to clap alongside the music that will accompany the new grand finale sequence. So this Main Street Electrical Parade, uh, there's a mini backpack from Loungefly for holding all your park essentials. Then for the dining package at the Plaza Inn, which I think is a good deal, uh, Disneyland Park guests can savor a scrumptious lunch with a dining package that comes with a meal, a beverage, and a dessert, and entrance to a reserved viewing area for the Main Street Electrical Parade, which will include an exciting new finale for everyone. Uh, mm. So you want a stellar seat. Experiencing the thousands of sparkling lights and musical sounds of the floats that go by will even uh, sweater after enjoying some world-famous uh, Plaza Inn fried chicken, uh, homemade mac and cheese, uh, Mickey-shaped uh, sweet honey cornbread, and a decadent berry uh, cheesecake. Reservations for the Main Street Electrical Parade dining will begin no earlier than April 14th. And the electrifying merchandise is coming to Disneyland Resort and Shop Disney. And I was just on Shop Disney, and there's nothing there yet. So um, I, I, I assume it's going to be closer to the 22nd when this starts up. Yeah, yeah you're stalking I, them. Yeah, I will say, too, that they're coming out with uh, four, uh, four series wishables. You know, the blind package yeah. stuff that everybody loves to hate. So. Mm-hmm. They're they're doing that, too. I can't read the story because it's just (laughs) it's just so good. It's so good. So good. (laughs) The headline reads entertainment roaring and soaring in new ways at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, let's stop and think for a second. Are they moving soaring into Animal Kingdom? No, no, they are not. So what else could be soaring? Are they bringing the birds to fly back over the top of your heads? I don't know. (laughs) According to this article, Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park has always been the home to some of uh, Disney's 
Disney guests' favorite entertainment experiences at Walt Disney World. With so much to do and see, Disney guests won't want to miss a thing. And now we've got some updates to share about entertainment at the park. <clears throat> First up, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Disney Kite Tales. It'll be crashing to a city near you. Just kidding. Since it's the, and I'm reading this, I'm trying to read this with a straight face. <clears throat> During its debut as part of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, this show has been delighting guests with a vibrant celebration of music, color, and kites, some as large as 30 feet long, depicting Simba, Baloo, and more. Just in time for summer fun, Disney's shifting the focus of the show so guests will be able to experience Disney kite tales from anywhere around Discovery River Lagoon with shorter and more frequent performances throughout the day. Wow. Very nice. Now you have more opportunities to get smacked in the face with a kite. Or <laughs> well, watch a kite hit the ground. <laughs> I wish he burst into flames. Yeah, that now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking entertainment. <laughs> we go through so many kites this way. Between Disney kite tail performances, Discovery River will come alive with character flotillas. Now, when I hear the word flotilla, <laughs> I think a flower tortilla. I no, yeah, no flotilla to me. Like I grew up. You know, my grandfather was in World War II. When I hear flotilla, I'm thinking, holy crap, we're under attack. No, 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 no. Setting sail in succession, these high-energy boats will fill the waters throughout the park with music, iridescent 50th anniversary moments, and characters including Mickey and friends, Timon, Rafiki, and Pocahontas, several times a day. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't. Anyway, uh, speaking of guest favorites, <clears throat> a certain group of high flying primates will be making the return to Festival of the Lion King. Not only will the delightful tumble monkeys be back to their acrobatic hijinks this summer, but the show's iconic birds will once again soar above the stage. So I guess the uh, the tumble monkeys and the the, the dancers who do yeah. the thing and then the yeah. girl goes up in the air that yeah. you guys haven't been doing that. Mm, no. So, are they just not singing the song, or are they just not yes, doing Yeah, they're not singing the song. They no. just cut it out. Can you feel the love tonight? <clears throat> I can feel it get cut right out. That's not the only excitement on the horizon. Guests visiting the park will soon be able to share a high five with Mickey and Minnie at Adventures Outpost and take in the newly updated Finding Nemo, the Big Blue, Dot, 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 and beyond. Both opening in the coming months as we continue to add even more magic to the world's most magical celebration. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're, the kites aren't new. No. The tumble monkeys and the, the, the song is not new. Yeah. And you know, they've revamped Finding Nemo. And the character meet and greets aren't new. Correct. They're just more often. Yes. <laughs> and they're proud to announce it. <laughs> they're proud to announce it. Uh, I have actively, uh -huh. anybody that I talk to that goes to Animal Kingdom, I ask them, so have you seen the, the Disney kite tales? And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's awful. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm. And I don't mean to be mean. I'm really not trying to be mean. I know that cast, you know, Imagineers worked really hard on that. They tried to bring something creative and fun. Yeah. It's just not working. And right. kind of like the uh, the Rivers of Light right. that they did yeah. a couple years ago. That was a great show. A, yeah, it's just not working. And I'm not 100% sure that uh, Harmonious is working. Yeah. I know. You know. The entertainment when, department needs some help right now. Yeah. I wonder when, when people are gonna like go, okay, this is this is really not working. Yeah, yeah. it's kinda of falling flat. Uh speaking of uh tumble monkeys and trampolines, uh, I was watching to tell the truth, I think it was last week, mm -hmm. and they had on this guy that was uh you know, three people one's telling the truth, one's two or not. But he was a trampoline artist. Uh that worked uh, Lanuba here at Walt Disney World. Ah, oh, Lanuber. 
Yeah. Remember the I'm trampoline just... guys going into yeah. the dark? That's a great show. Yeah. That's a great show. I do yeah. kind of miss it. Luckily, I can listen to the music on Spotify. Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen the new show yet? You Not yet. Go. You got to go. We're, we're getting tickets. We just haven't been able to. We've We've been swamped so we haven't really been able to enjoy it it's good definitely going yeah all right this was an interesting uh story uh disney world earmarks uh 80 acres for affordable housing uh (laughs) (laughs) disney's taking a big step forward in these efforts uh while disney world is earmarking nearly uh 80 acres of their land for a now new affordable housing development Right here in Central Florida, this initiative has been in the works for a while and has been focused on finding solutions to this challenge for quite some time. Uh, Jeff Vale was thrilled that he could announce this and uh, finally share this news. Uh, And quote, unquote, we are investing and working together with our communities to solve complex issues, said uh, Jeff Vale, who is the president of Walt Disney World. Uh, and thank you for listening, Jeff. Thanks, uh, Jeff. <laughs> the lack of affordable housing or housing period in Orlando has been affecting many uh, across our country, including right here in Central Florida. While uh, this initiative, uh, they're lending a hand to make a real and meaningful impact in our community by tapping into the best of our company's strengths. That's right. Opportunity right here and take action. Mm-hmm. Uh, the development, which is expected to include more than 1,300 units, so that leads me to believe that's not housing, it'll be apartments, mm-hmm. uh, will be constructed by a third-party affordable housing developer. That means it'll be done on the cheap and will be located on Disney's land in the southwest Orange County of Florida, which is going to be on Western Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will offer Central Florida residents a variety of home choices. Now, That makes me believe that there's going to be more than just apartments (laughs) Mm -hmm. that are affordable and obtainable in a great part of town near schools and a new expanding Flamingo Crossing town center retail and dining complex. The development will be available for qualifying applicants in the region, including the less paid cast members. That's what got me. Now, here's the thing. Jeff is trying to solve a problem by building affordable housing. Why don't you just pay your cast members more so they don't need affordable housing (laughs) but can afford housing, period? Oh, here's a a good question, too. I agree with that. Let me me throw another one out at you. The area that they're building these houses is surrounded Mm -hmm. by some of the most affluent areas Mm -hmm. in Central Florida. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you're in Disney World's backyard. Yes. You're on Disney how, World property. Yeah. I know how much my house costs. Yeah. It's not it's not super duper expensive, mm-hmm. but it's not affordable housing. Yeah. You know, you can't swing a, a stick in that area and find a house that's affordable. Mm-hmm. And trust me, those people who spend all their time making sure their kids are getting into the best schools are yeah. not going to be happy about Disney doing this. So if Disney wanted to build affordable housing for the people of central Florida, why did they build it on Disney property? Yeah. Well, because the they own the property. Answer. They didn't have to go out and buy it. Well, the obvious answer, well, the obvious answer is, is they're building it mm-hmm. to make sure that their cast members have a place to stay. Yeah. These cast members aren't going to be able to afford to live. Mm-hmm. Not uh, in that in area. Up. Yeah, because you know, they're they're not paid enough. That's why they have the uh college housing. Yeah. Across the street. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have college kids, you're gonna have other cast members, international college kids, international the international yeah. guys all have their own separate places. Yeah. And then and then they stick you right next to the like this really high end area of you know, Target and all these high-end places to eat and dine and all, you know, mm-hmm. drink and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, I know. It's, just, it's just crazy. If Disney wanted to build affordable housing, they should go downtown. Yeah, I believe so too. And build down there. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they didn't but, want to go uh, buy the property. They, you know, that would cost money. Yeah. And and then plus the the the, the other thing is is those people who are on property, if they're cast members, mm. you know, they're complaining like, hey, I'm only getting paid, you know, twelve bucks an hour. Disney's like, yeah, but we're sub, you know, we're also um subsidizing your housing. Subsidizing your housing because you're mm. living on property and you're living for, mm. you know, a thousand dollars a month as opposed to what it should be. Well, a lot of people don't know, like the college kids that stay in that housing and the international college kids, that housing is not free. Most of the time, if they work a sub of 40 hours, they're, it's not enough to break even and pay for the housing. Right. So they, you know, that, there's a reason Disney does that is they want you to work the 40 hours so that you could afford the housing so that they can get you to work. And doesn't Disney take out the housing before they give you? Correct. It comes right out of your paycheck. And then they give you, this is what's left here. Go enjoy yeah. yourself. Survive yourself. Survive. <laughs> pay That's for the why... gas to get here. Pay for your food. No, 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 no. no. That's why Disney does the busing. Not everybody Disney. takes the bus because it's impossible. Well, I understand that, but that's on them. Yeah, and I'm just speaking from the corporate mindset. I'm not. I'm yeah. not talking about how I really feel, but mm-hmm. I just when I first saw the thing, I was like, "Hey, this is great!" It, you know, Tony can live on property and not, you know, doesn't have to buy gold. <laughs> no, he can buy an affordable house. And I thought, "Oh yeah, no, this is not that." <laughs> yeah, no, this is not affordable. And no, uh, not what that. I really qualify for. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, but there there is a neighborhood that I haven't told you about that you might be interested in. Mm. <clears throat> Anywho, um, yeah, I don't. Anyway, uh, now you can embark on an extra big adventure with Mickey and friends at camp. Just camp? Yeah. You mean to tell me with like Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and then now it says camp? They couldn't come up like Camp Mini Mickey. No. This is camp. All right. Are you ready to go behind the magic door and climb, slide, bounce, and dance with Mickey and friends? Camp, a family experience company, has collaborated with Disney to create the newest larger-than-life themed experience opening in New York City on May 28th. (laughs) Mickey and friends, an extra big adventure. There it is is the first of several Disney-themed experiences that Camp will launch in 2022 at the Fifth Avenue flagship store uh, located on 110th Street. And we'll travel to... uh, Sorry, did I say street? Yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm not really into the... Anywho, sorry, 110th Avenue, and we'll travel to other camp locations later this year and beyond. Camp creates immersive retail experiences that inspire and engage families through a unique combination of play, product, and programming. Uh-huh. That's not sketchy at all. Guided by a camp counselor, families will embark on a narrative-driven adventure with plenty of Disney and camp magic, including interactive entertainment and numerous photo opportunities. Tickets go on sale to the general public on the 15th of April, so they're open now. And fans, no, wait, no, four days uh, on the 15th. And fans can sign up uh, to learn more and receive alerts about this magical adventure coming to camp. D23, the official fan club, and yeah, D23, the official fan club, and Disney Vacation Club members can purchase exclusive pre sale tickets starting now. Check your individual membership package uh, pages for booking details. Yeah, I have not heard anything about this. Yeah, so where are they putting this? Are they putting this in the upstairs part of the? I don't know. I don't know. Where, where, I think there is some kind of event space in that building. At least there used to be. There used to be uh, up on the second floor um, event space that, you know, was used. Hmm. Um, so it might be up there. It might be up there. Well, well you're uh, digging that up. Hey, we're having hmm. a meetup April 20th. Oh, well, first, on April 20th, we're having our live 10-year anniversary show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to be on Facebook and YouTube live at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, April 20th. Uh, there'll be lots of fun things for us to do. And then on April 23rd, which is this next Saturday, uh, 
Right? Next yeah. Saturday? This Saturday? Next Saturday? Next this Saturday? Saturday after. Saturday yeah. after. Yep. Uh, we'll have a meetup at Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter over the Sasagula Floatworks. Uh, so that will be fun. You should come out and join us. That will be at 2 p.m. All mm. right. Uh, last week, our trivia question was this. Uh, although far less popular than Minnie Mouse, Disney animated a second female mouse character. Who was she and how was she related to Mickey? John, do you know the answer? Um, no, I, I, I do because I'm reading it. But I, I did know this before. But, yeah. you know, I have to. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the answer was Amelia Fieldmouse, and she was Mickey's sister. So. From another mister. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can't resist. Uh, and uh, the winner was someone's email address that says Mustache Mouse. So uh, good for you. It'll <laughs> it'll be in the mail. It's Mustachio Mouse. Uh, yeah. How are you? All doing? right. Hey, this week's trivia question is this, kids. In the movie The Good Dinosaur, done by our good friends at Pixar, mm-hmm. how old was Arlo? Mm. So, how old was Arlo in the movie The Good Dinosaur? If you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. And. I have one other question for you all to email okay, okay. or text us on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you could take any Disney movie, Disney movie, Pixar movie, Star Wars movie, Marvel movie, any of the, the IP movies that Disney owns and turn it into an attraction – what movie and what kind of attraction would it be? DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead. Shoot us oh. an email. I know you all are armchair Imagineers. Jeez. That's a great. Uh... I, I The first thing that came to my mind was I would <laughs> want the Monsters, Inc. door roller coaster. Yeah. First fun. thing. Boom. All right. Get that done. And then we can talk about other stuff. Yeah, it's not like I haven't made stand-up roller coasters before. Yeah. Um, geez, that's a great God. I mean, yeah. when you when you make it more than just Disney, like Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, there's a lot of things that you know. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many things about like the Marvel Avengers Campus mm. that fell flat for me. I think there yeah. could be some really cool. Mm-hmm. Some really cool things are. I don't know. That's um. That's a good question. I have to I have to pon- pontificate on that. Right. Well, By the way, send your answer, John, to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail dot com. Okay, cool. This whole camp thing. Guess how long the experience is? Half an hour. No, close. One hour. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's fully immersive. It's going to have a lot of fun, a lot of characters, a lot of camp count for one hour. Oh. <laughs> that's all you get. Can be jam packed. Love and shove, baby. Love and shove. <laughs> uh, talk about love and shove. Where were we? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. A Viennapoli. Oh, geez. You ready? Another Viennapoli story? In and out in 30 minutes. Get out. What the what? That's right. How? Even the dogs are freaking out about that. How did... Was it all pre-made? Would you get pizza? Uh, I did not get pizza because we were having pizza the following night, but I got tortellini. I ordered it, and it literally came to the table. <laughs> I was like, did, did, did somebody just nuke it for three minutes? <laughs> they've, got a, uh, they've got this new cast member backstage who can read minds, so... They're sitting back there, and it's like, mm, Tony Casanova, Tortellini. There you go. <laughs> and then pizza came right after that, and we were done 30 minutes and out the door. That was it. This is what happens when you take away all of the uh, Italian cast members. Yeah. They just they prepare it the right way. It exactly. just takes a little longer. Yeah. What are they, like making Elio's pizza in the back? They're just pulling it off the wrapper and heating it up? 
<laughs> it's not it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. DiGiorno. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, All right. Oh, oh All right. God. Next story. Uh Frozen Inspired Land is coming into view at Walt Disney Studio Park in Paris. Uh it's a full steam ahead for Disneyland Paris. Not only have they been celebrating the 30th anniversary since March, but they've also been busy working hard on the resort's transformation, including the expansion of the Walt Disney uh studio park i never can say that i i don't know why i can't say feels weird yeah feels weird right yeah yeah uh you're probably already familiar with the much anticipated avengers campus but uh opening this summer but there's much much more at disneyland paris so what exactly is walt disney imagineering paris been up to well here's what you can expect when you arrive at the heart of the park you will be immersed in uh in the same wintry atmosphere, this is obviously for the Frozen Land, wintry atmosphere experienced during the movies, Elsa's Ice Castle, which will stand at the top of a 131-foot snow-covered mountain, can be admired from afar. New experiences await you in this magical land, including a new attraction that will take uh, guests on a journey accompanied by the iconic Frozen characters. There will be a village with its Norwegian-inspired architectural style, probably very much like Epcot. Uh, We'll be home to both a shop and a restaurant, very much like Epcot, uh, that will serve Nordic meals, very much like Epcot. Pickled herring all around. (laughs) Additionally, guests will have the opportunity to meet their favorite characters, much like at Epcot. Uh, And the new land... (laughs) Well, be sure to meet your heart, <laughs> melt your heart, and create magical moments you'll never forget. Much like Epcot. Uh, a picture of a beautiful promenade surrounded by a lush landscape, green walkways, and themed gardens. Much like at Epcot. The perfect spot for magical daydreams. Not only will you be walking along the promenade to gain access to the Kingdom of Arendelle, it will also serve as a transition to the new themed base areas that will surround the future lake completely transforming the park's current atmosphere. If you're feeling hungry, a stylish table service with uh, an Art Nouveau uh, design will serve as the perfect place to refuel with your spectacular panoramic views of the lake and spectacular meet and greet opportunities with a selection of fan-favorite Disney characters. The restaurant will offer fun and relaxation for the whole family. Much like Epcot. Much like Epcot. Uh, These new projects are yet another step in the ambitious transformation and expansion plans for Walt Disney Studios Park and the entire Disneyland Paris Resort. Yeah, that park needed a little love because it was was not horrible, but it it was uh, when I went a while ago. Mm. It had some some age on it. Right. So. Yeah, I went and looked at pictures. It looks like they're getting like this nice little promenade that looks a little bit like right. uh, it's and uh, it looks like they're getting like these two mountains. Mm. You know, so should be fun. Yeah, good for them. Congratulations! Welcome to the world of themed lands. Frozen, <laughs> and they're getting. You know, everybody gets something. You get, you know, you get the Marvel stuff, and you get the Frozen stuff. That's right. Good for them. Oh, we needed some Star Wars and we'd be set. <laughs> hey, what's cooking over at Sanaa? Well, we've got some new delicious menu updates. Chief Sahib Badi, uh, you may have read about with uh, from Cooking with Soul, has incorporated his roots from Tanzania in the eastern coast of Africa into some new and updated dishes filled with spots. <laughs> Tell I'm hungry. <laughs> filled with spices and ingredients found in the Indian subcontinent. And before you start to worry, the signature Indian style bread service is still there and it's tasty glory all for you to indulge in. Thanks guy. That's really all I care about. So let's kick things off with an appetizer available for both lunch and dinner. We have the lamb kefta, a returning fam favorite, but now with a refreshing twist. Chef Sahib and his team have infused traditional North African flavors uh, with spices like cumin and cayenne pepper to this charred-grilled ground lamb with Tunisian couscous salad and ginger pear chutney. That's going to be a little warm. 
I know, guys. I know. I'm not going to eat it. It'll be fire coming out. For an entree, the uh, potgy-inspired slow-cooked dishes are made in a potgy, a traditional cast-iron pot that dates back to the Dutch during the spice trade. The popular butter chicken is here to stay, with Chef introducing authentic pork selections and multiple plant-based additions to this harvest. The pork vindaloo has origins from uh, Goa, or is it Gao? I'm not sure. And features inspiration from Portuguese cuisine. The tender pork is cooked with paprika, garlic, tomato, vinegar, and house-made spice blend. Uh, the lentil dal is typically found in the Indian subcontinent and is made with yellow lentils and cooked in fragrant spices. At Sanaa, Sukuma Wiki, uh, which was featured by Chef Sahib for cooking with Seoul, is delightfully enjoyed uh, with Rajma Masala. The chief, uh, the chief, the chef wanted to ensure this plant-based offering had a permanent place on the menu for guests to enjoy. The Ramja Masala is a a dish from the Indian subcontinent that features red kidney beans and delicious spice blend combined with onions, tomatoes, and garam masala and braised until tender. It's also known as Maharaja. Oh, that makes sense. Maharaja in East Africa, which translates to red beans and is typically served with greens. Keeping up with the main course, our next two dishes are available to enjoy for both lunch and dinner. The Zanzibari vegetable curry is inspired by the island of Zanzibar, uh, made famous by one young Billy Joel. Uh, also known as Spice Island, this uh, plant-based dish features seasonal vegetables. So I got that Zanzibar in my head now. Fragrant rice and a mouth-watering blend of clove, cinnamon, and black pepper. For those who are a fan of fish, Tony, the Samaki wa Kapuka, uh, no, Kupaka, Samaka wa Kupaka, which means coated fish, is quite a unique fish. Uh, King clip is commonly found along the South African coast. This moist white fish joins the menu as a part of the sustainable seafood initiatives and is absolutely delicious with a marinade of traditional Swahili cuisine, mango and turmeric. And talked with a tangy. Well, if you'd like uh, to find out a little bit more about us, you can always find us gravy. over at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, <clears> all <throat> at Disney Parks Podcast. And then come on over to DisneyParksPodcast.com because you'll find all of our show notes, Africa, our blog posts. Like New York. We've got some great uh, article from writers Sanaa, there. Disney's helping General you learn Lodge. a little bit more about uh, Disney. And finally, you can also find some other great people that are only available as the sun sets on the Savannah. You simply must try dinner exclusive a little bit better. And you can always find our friends. Goes Over through a long race process like facing park uh, podcast with flavors and clothes that make an all travel before and making it to your like place. Show, and if you like the show and you like to support us, the last thing that I would ask is you would please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up today, get some extra content, get exclusive early content. I can post the show early so our Patreon can hear it a day before you guys can. And there's also some really cool stuff too. I go to some video exclusive stuff. It's mainly for the bread service. But I haven't been the there Patreon since the uh, pandemic and we because to see you can't over there. It helps us do some special by. things throughout yeah. the year. And it's you know, a great way to get to know some, some other Disney friends from doing all their across the world. Stuff. So go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and become a Patreon today. Phenomenal. I think we did too once. John, we are Disney Parks Podcast. If we don't see you online, we'll definitely see you in the parks. How about a little headline? The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered uh, trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. I'm going to tell you why you can't. They're going to be closing June 18th for a very long refurbishment. Possibly the entire rest of the year. What? Yes. Uh, So, stay tuned. Maybe more, hopefully... I was thinking to myself, this is probably one of the smallest signature restaurants on property. Are they trying to expand it, maybe? I don't know. I don't They. I, don't, I think it only seats like 88 people, which is tiny by Disney standards. Uh, over at Tokyo Disney, the Toy Story Hotel is now open. Oh, yay. <laughs> A place I can't go visit. <laughs> well, until they built 
the Paradise Pier remodeling. Then I'll go visit one. Hey, if you thought trams were back, well, hold on. Modified uh, parking lot tram service to the Heroes lot has been suspended. And uh, I don't know when that's coming back. So you may want to not park in the Heroes or Villains because you're not going to get tram. Still not running at Epcot or the studios. Which makes me say this. Maybe they're not going to bring them back. No, they got to bring the trams back. I don't know. If nobody's complained about walking to the front of the park, I don't know if Disney will bring them back. I don't understand why they wouldn't, other than staffing issues. Because, you know, when you get on an attraction at Disney, do they skip seats or do they fill the whole car? They fill fill it up. Then what's the deal? They fill it up. And here's the, here's the weird thing. I, have, I was not having an argument, but a conver- friendly banter conversation. I went to ride the monorail uh, the other day, and the guy said, well, you have to wear a mask. I said, wear a mask? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? He goes, well, this is uh, transportation. Uh, and federal law mandates that you have to wear a mask on transportation. I said to him, well, let me ask you this. You claim, all of you, meaning Disney as a corporation, that this is private property and that you make the rules of what happens on said property. So why are you, for this instance, following a federal guideline that you would clearly disregard? And if you just put me in a theater with 6,000 people, do you really care that I don't have a mask on right now? didn't really have a lot of answers for me no because it's inconsistent yeah you know and if there was consistency it would make sense yeah you can't do you have to wear a mask on a bus yes a bus because that's transportation but the mandate is only for federal transportation public airports and airplanes deemed by the federal run by the federalities you would have to wear a mask on the ferry boat no it's open air, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. But it's transportation. Exactly. Here's another fun fact for you. <laughs> God, talking about monorails. So at the Contemporary, you know, uh, you kind of have to go in that kooky way to go through the security checkpoint. You go up the escalator, and then you get on the monorail. And then when you come off, you go down the little skinny escalator. Well, the other day I noticed that it was like the gate was down, and it was closed. And uh, I kind of, like I went, the restroom way and then kind of went that way to, you know, to see, you know, why maybe they were, you know, fixing the escalator. They had the escalator torn up or something. Right. Right. So a, a security guy says, uh, comes out of the door there and says, hey, can I help you? I said, well, I'm just curious if the escalator is broken. Why don't you just, you know, you know, we can do this crazy thing. I don't know. Walk down the stairs. They are stairs. They don't need to be moving. We can walk down them. He goes, no, no, no. That's not the problem. He goes, the problem is people are going to the restroom and then going up the stairs. I said, well, so, all right, so put a door that can't be opened from this side. Can only People can only come down, and then that solves your problem. Or put a gate or a turnstile that you can't go over. When you come, you can come down, you can go through the turnstile, but you can't go back. Or... Put a security person here. Bingo. Let's put somebody there. I said, how about, and I pointed, I said, what about those two staying there doing nothing? Couldn't one of them stand here? And do nothing? Yeah. I didn't get any answers. (laughs) You know, I I believe I hate to be the voice of logic at Disney. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe that individuals can be logical and make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe that corporations and large companies and groups of people mm-hmm. are completely idiots. Yeah. Because once you get that big, you, you do things like this that don't make sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've lived most of my life working for small companies mm-hmm. and, you know, small companies make dumb decisions too. Yeah. But yeah. my job is always to look in and go, this is not smart. Why are we doing this? This is not yeah. right. We need yeah. to 
change this. Yeah. And now I'm in a big company and I'm like, this is crazy. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we spending this much money and time on this? Yeah. When really we should be focused on that. Right. Right. But and I that, said to this uh, security host, I said, listen, I'm not blaming you. You don't make the rules. You're just following right. the rules. I said, but feel free to take my three suggestions and pass them along to management. And you could be the hero of this situation. You could say, yeah. hey, I came up with three solutions that we can use for this. Right. I don't want credit. I just would like you to open the door so I don't have to go all the way around. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is silly. It's yeah. a silly. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Expedition Everest uh, refurbishment has now been uh, extended indefinitely. They have removed the mid-April target date off this refurb. Joe Rody got out just in time. So that makes me believe, are they trying to do something now with the, the Yeti? Or are they just going, can we take them out so we don't have to hear people complain about them? <laughs> can we disassemble I, them and cover it up that's... with something? I don't I don't think that's it unless it's it's causing some cuz I keep hearing rumors that it's it's starting to really pull away. Oh really? Gravity's taking effect, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, he kind he kind of is tilted forward towards the track, so yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh if they do take it out, I'm sure they could come up with a really good animation. Mm. You know, you don't have to see something to be scared by it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I know that they've done refurbishments. Yeah. But I'm wondering if, like, there's some other issues, like the track. Like, there's yeah. parts of the ride that used to be, like, when you get to the end of the the, the major incline before you, mm -hmm. spoilers, roll backwards. Yeah. There used to be, like, this tore-up track and a bird would fly. Now, yeah. now it's usually nothing. Now, usually, like, there's just nothing. It's like you just yeah. go off into eternity. Yeah. So maybe there's some bigger issues they're trying to solve. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Yeti is is a is a point of concern at yeah. all anymore. Yeah. All right. They they fixed it with a fan and some strobe lights. Yeah. If anybody knows, let us know. Uh, hey, the first uh, story living by Disney community is breaking ground April 26th, John. So yeah. uh, get out your paycheck. And uh, where's that going to be? Um, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, California. Uh, uh -huh. In. A community that'll cost you at least seven hundred thousand to get into. <laughs> Who the hell's building houses in California? Well, well, seven hundred thousand is affordable housing in California. <laughs> <laughs> Have your agent call my agent. <laughs> it's going to be in the Palm Springs area, so seven hundred is affordable housing in that area. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind uh, registration open today for cast members. Which makes me want to yeah. call my friends, the cast members, and see if I'm on their friends list. Otherwise, I'm cutting my friends list. <laughs> so because your friends from Disney aren't taking you on the attraction, you're going to be like, screw you guys. I'm gonna, yeah. You're done. You're dead done. to me. You're dead to me. No. Uh, hey, Disney World removed the evening shows from the Indiana Stunt Show at the Hollywood Studios. And we I was there last week. Yeah, last week. And uh, we went to go see the show. And you ready for this, John? Sure. Due, due to technical difficulties today, the entire end of the show finale scene will be not done today. I was like, what? That's the only reason I, I come in here is to watch things blow up and catch on fire. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole reason I go. Who cares about him dropping from the ceiling and rolling down a, a ball oh. and, the, and the tumble monkeys? I want to see the big end piece. That's yeah. why you go to that show. I know. It's like, oh, geez. All right. I said, well, thanks. Thanks for wasting my uh, 30 minutes standing away. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, Disney cultural representatives, those are the international college kids, are coming back this August. They're uh, If you were an international college kid, now's your chance to come work at Disney. Please, come here. Please. 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 Yeah. Please come. Come. Please, please, please. Come. Come stay. We live in the land of the free here in Orlando. It, it's fine. That's true. Don't believe uh, all the crap that you're hearing about our governor. He's, he's really he's not that crazy. Yeah. He's fine. He's not that it's crazy. All good. And he's yep. just in a pissing match with management at Disney, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Disney Wish uh, headed out to uh, sea for its uh, sea trials. So uh, either we're going to see it uh, sail or sink. 
One of the two. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Apparently, my dogs are big Disney Cruise fans. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's all I got. Shut your mouth. How dare you speak ill of Disney Cruise Line? Bark, 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 bark. All right. Well, if you'd like to find out a little bit more about us, you can always find us over at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And then come on over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. It's where you'll find all of our show notes, our blog posts, and we've got some great article writers there helping you learn a little bit more about Disney. And you can also find some other great people that you can get in touch with, uh, people that we encourage you to use to help make your Disney vacation a little bit better. And you can always find our friends over at Destinations travel by going to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel and if you like the show and you like to support us the last thing that i would ask is you would please go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast sign up today get some extra content get exclusive early content like we post a show early so our patreons can hear it a day before you guys can and uh there's also some really cool stuff too so there's some video exclusive stuff that you can only get through the patreon page and we would love to see you over there it helps us do some special things throughout the year and it's a great way to get to know some other disney friends from all across the world so go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast and become a patreon today and for tony my name is park hopper john we are disney parks podcast and if we don't see you online we'll definitely see you in the parks <laughs>